Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill, the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church, located in Evansville, Indiana. If you'd like to find out more information about the church, you can visit the church website. That information will be available to you at the conclusion of this devotional. Additionally, I have my own website. That address is also available at the end of the video. You can also find that information in the notes section. If you're watching this on YouTube, all that information is there uh, at the bottom of the video. Additionally, these devotionals are on Sermon Audio. You can find that information, again, in the notes section. Uh, you can see the video edition as well as the audio edition on the Sermon Audio site under Providence Presbyterian Church. Today is Friday. December 22nd, 2023. This is edition number 13 of season 9 as we continue looking um, at the Westminster, I'm sorry, at the book of, uh, at the book of Deuteronomy. We're in chapter 13. Uh, let's pray first. Our Father in heaven, as we continue uh, looking at this particular book in your word and all that it does teach us. We ask that you would grant us your spirit, that he would illumine our minds and our hearts to these truths. We pray that they would be useful, that they would bear much fruit. We also ask that you would forgive us for the ways in which we have fallen short of your glory and we have sinned against you. We ask that you'd be kind to us to remember your promises to us, to grant your spirit that we might understand your word. We pray and for Christ's sake, amen. Well, we come to chapter 13 of Deuteronomy. Moses is continuing his exposition of the first commandment. And we now turn our attention to uh, three specific areas within this chapter. All of them, though, I think highlight for us one central theme that I uh, intend to show you here in just a minute. Let's read just the first, just the first five verses of chapter 13 again. You should read the whole chapter, um, but because of the nature of this video, the devotional, I don't want to spend all the time reading every chapter. Uh, you can do that, but I do want to at least read a portion of it uh, for our benefit. So Deuteronomy 13, verse 1, If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or wonder that he tells you comes to pass, and if he says, Let us go after other gods which you have not known, and let us serve them, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him, and keep his commandments and obey his voice, and you shall serve him and hold fast to him. But that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has taught rebellion against the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of slavery to make you leave the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall purge the evil from your midst. One commentator just reflecting on this chapter highlights for us that uh, here in this chapter we have three scenarios or three threats of idolatry that are presented by Moses. But I do think there's a unifying theme to the chapter. The first threat comes in this dreamer of dreams. Perhaps he presents himself in a way that uh, seems godly or even uh, presents himself a way that he seems to have the blessing of God. Notice how it says in verse 2, the sign or wonder that he tells you comes to pass. But his true intentions are proven by his behavior. And if he is one who leads the people of God astray to worship other gods, then you are to reject 
him entirely. The second scenario begins in verse 6. That concludes in verse 11. If your brother, the son of your mother, or your son or your daughter or the wife, you embrace, or your friend who is at your own soul, who is as your own soul, entices you secretly, saying, let us go serve other gods, which neither you nor your fathers have known, some of the gods of the peoples who are around you, whether near you or far off from you, from the one end of the earth to the other, you shall not yield to him or listen to him, nor shall your eye pity him. And it goes on to talk about these close relationships. The first scenario dealt with someone distant or someone not necessarily related, uh, close in circle of friendship. But this is this here, this, this um, particular scenario deals with people that are closest to us. They could be a brother or sister, as the text tells us, the son of your mother, the son of your daughter, the wife. It could be anybody within our immediate context of family. But it could also be a close friend. Maybe you could even apply this to members of the church uh, that you sit in the pews with week after week, uh, that you interact with, that perhaps you have fellowship with from time to time. But if they mislead you, to walk in ways that are not according to the word of God. They, uh, they, they are leading you to reject the God of heaven. They are turning your heart to idolatry. And if they, by their influence, uh, turn you away from that which is good and righteous and holy and turn you to things that are not, then you are to reject them. You should not yield to him or listen to him, nor shall your eye pity him. This is verse 8. Nor shall you spare him nor shall you conceal him, but you shall kill him. Now, again, this is a, a specific reference to the death penalty in the Old Testament that, of course, is different in the New Testament. Excommunication, I believe, anyway, has replaced that particular mandate. I'm not talking about the ultimate issue of capital punishment, murder for murder, or death for murder. I'm talking about all these particular civil laws that were given to the people of Israel. But the principle is still the same. Bad company will corrupt good manners. Let's not be deceived and think that it's going to be the other way around. If you have a friend, if you have someone who says they're your friend, church member, family member, who is leading you astray, who's causing you to live in rebellion, causing you to walk, according, uh, walk in disobedience to the God of heaven, then he's really not your friend, first and foremost. Uh, but second, you are to reject that person. You are to uh, tell them to go away, to, uh, to uh, not be a part of your life because they are leading you into idolatry ultimately. The third scenario is found in verse 12. If you hear in one of your cities which the Lord your God has given you to dwell there, that certain worthless fellows have gone out among you and have drawn away the inhabitants of their city, saying, Let us go and serve other gods which you have not known, then you shall inquire and make search and ask diligently and behold, if it be true and certain that such an abomination has been done among you, you shall surely put the inhabitants of that city to the sword, devoting it uh, to destruction. Uh, here we have a um, situation in which uh, a group of people are seeking to lead people uh, astray. And so in these three scenarios, we have, of course, the unifying factor of idolatry as Moses is dealing with the first commandment. But I think the unifying theme here is this, that there's great influence in the world today. There's influence from our friends, our family members, our relatives, our wives, our husbands. There is uh, influence from, from perhaps well-meaning Bible teachers, people who profess faith in Christ, who say they love the Lord 
the Lord God of heaven, but their intentions are otherwise. They are really uh, wolves in sheep's clothing. They are leading the people of God astray into idolatry. These unifying, this unifying theme is a warning to us to be very careful about who we choose as friends and who we listen to. We should always be like the Bereans, searching the scriptures to see if the things are preached and taught are so. And we need to be careful because, as Calvin says, we are, we are like idle factories. We, we crank them out and we're susceptible to it. And if we're not careful, if we're not watching and praying, we too will le be led into temptation and potentially led astray. And so Moses gives the warning to the people here to be careful who you listen to, to be careful who your friends are, that they might not lead you into idolatry, but instead they ought to lead you to love and serve the true and living God of heaven and earth. Well, I trust these times are helpful for you. If you have any comments or questions, you can leave me a note. The way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until the Monday edition, when we take up chapter 14, may the Lord help you today. May you walk according to his ways. God bless.